Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to Reformed Meditations. I'm Lee, and I'm joined once again by dear friend of the show, Kobe Munsey. How are you this evening? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you uh, are you clasping that that fresh goat skin that you that you recently acquired? Actually, it's cowhide. Oh, is it cowhide? Yeah, it's tobacco cowhide. No, it's it's that uh, uh was it the Badalassie or uh, isn't that how they say it Badalassie or whatever it is the uh, the cowhide that he's been using a lot here lately. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't I, mean, I can't remember how it's pronounced. But. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's that it's the tobacco leather and, and I love it more than goat skin. It's it's I, yeah. I think cowhide's gonna gonna end up surpassing goat skin at, at some point here because there's a lot of there's a lot of really nice ones coming out in in variations of, of cowhide. Yes, there, there is. And, and like I said, just, you know, I've, I've mentioned it time and time again, but Jeff's an artist. So, Oh yeah. Uh, this thing is just beautiful. Well, I, uh, I'm glad, even though you've got your new Bible, uh, I'm, I'm glad you have it, but I'm afraid that yes. I've torn, torn you away from it now. This That's right. That's right. Because we're back to the legacy. Standard. Yeah. No, I still like reading from it. I, Which I, I just really can't do. put it's, down. It's a, I'm sorry. It's a great translation and it got added to you version. Oh, did it really? Um, so yeah, it, it's on there now. Um, a friend of mine, um, do you, I don't know if you, Josh Kreese, do you know Josh? I don't he's know a, him, but I've seen the name in the group. Yeah. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a Christian rapper and not, I saw that it got added and then like, Probably two hours later, he'd already created a, a verse on you version and sent it out because he's he's diehard LSD. <laughs> um, folks from his church come and gather at his house, and they just read That's through awesome. like the Bible um, out of the LSD. And he he actually bought some of the hardbacks um, that um, which are nice. Yeah, they are, and he's got them there for people that may not have an LSD. And he posted on Instagram and uh, Steadfast or 316, one of the two, they actually uh, used his photo um, and posted it on social media, which I thought was cool. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a great translation. Like I say, I really do. I really do like it a lot. May, may their tribe increase. Yeah, I think it will because, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, you know, of course it went to Accordance first because that's who they, you know, hooked up with. It's on pre-order with Logos. Um, I checked my olive tree the other day and it's not nowhere near on there, uh, but it's showing up on new versions a big deal because everybody has the new version out. Everybody's got that. Yep. Um, have you used the freestanding app yet? I have. I can't remember if we talked to, I couldn't remember if we talked about it or not. Yeah. I, I don't think we have, but I have, it, it can be a little buggy, but I think now that they've got the, the full edition out, it's, it's a lot better. So, um, I could be wrong, but I just feel like it is. It it seems less buggy to me because I've been yeah. using it lately. And yeah, it definitely is more solid than it was. I know that literal word at one point was uh, going to add it to their app, which I mm. wish they would because I really like their app. I love that app. Yeah, it, it's great. I was just using it in uh, uh, listening to Sunday school uh, this, this past Lord's Day. Mm. Um just like it's just so easy you pull it up on your phone and yeah. uh highlight that word and see you know where the other either hebrew or greek word shows up elsewhere in the bible and yep. yeah it's super cool it is I it's love that. yeah it's just 
yeah, I love it. So I, I, I hope they have it here soon. I might, might send a tweet out to them because they don't tweet a lot, but they're very responsive when people ask them questions. I might want to, I might send them something and see if they're still on schedule to have the LSB if they have a time frame. Cause like I say, it's slowly coming out on the digital platforms. And, and we know tweets are how things get done. That's right. That's right. The world revolves around tweets. That's right. We're redeeming the bird side. Yes. <laughs> hey, man. All right. So we're back into uh, Hebrews tonight. Uh, yeah. By my reckoning, Hebrews 3, verses 7 through 19. Yes. How are we going to do this? Well, considering that basically 7 through 11 is Psalm 95. <laughs> <laughs> makes it a little easier on us yeah yeah it does it does and i actually have my uh new testament with the psalms and proverbs here handy too so i can have psalm i have the psalm pulled up there at the same time that's what i actually that's what i used to prep for this episode yeah my new testament with psalms and proverbs yeah would would you like to read verses seven through eleven in your dulcet tones sure (laughs) my dulcet tones Oh, man. All right, here we go. Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoke me, as in the day of trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tried me by testing me and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with their this generation and said, they always go astray in their heart. And they did not know my ways. As I swore my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. See to it, brothers, that there not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. But encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance firm until the end. While it is said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoke me. For who provoked him when they had heard? Indeed, did not all those who came out of Egypt led by Moses? And with whom, and with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned? whose corpse fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they weren't, they were not able to enter because of unbelief. Herein ends the reading. Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, you're right. So seven through 11 are, are a big chunk of Psalm 95. Yep. Um that's uh that's uh that's quite a passage of, of scripture to quote from. Like it's kinda yes, it's kinda heavy, Doc. <laughs> yes, it, it really is. It really is. It um and and again, you know, that that's the one thing I love about the LSB that it capitalizes the reference back to the old testament, um, which makes it so much easier to to know that that's what it, you know, what is being quoted there is a passage in the Old Testament. Um, but yeah, it's uh, basically the end of verse, it's Psalm 95, the end of verse 7, 
all the way through verse 11. Um, it's word for word. A direct quote from Paul. <laughs> the, the, the man delivering the sermon. <laughs> well, let's perpetuate this theory and make it make it mainstream. That's right. We're That's gonna, our... It's going to pass. Uh, yeah, uh, this is so this this bit of a psalm is kind of highlighting one of the really pivotal parts of the Old Testament, which is um, the testing at Meribah. Um, when it comes to uh, when, when the people of Israel come up to and uh, are looking for uh, water, they're so thirsty and they start grumbling. And uh, and God tells Moses, you strike the rock and water will come from it. And then uh, Moses does that and extra stuff. <laughs> and, yes. and everybody comes under judgment. Like Moses just couldn't, yes. couldn't follow the orders anymore. <laughs> no, that's when he messed up like we talked about last time that's when he didn't get to go into the land you could look at it but sorry sorry bro uh, yeah yeah it, and isn't that funny you said when they were grumbling it seemed to be a pattern with them <laughs> when they were grumbling uh, they're grumbling again look yeah, they're grumbling over there <laughs> it's like well which time that's not very descriptive <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you might want to specify there because they grumbled a lot <laughs> well in fact that's what uh I believe that's what Meribah even means is like mm-hmm. grumbling. And yeah. so th- this is like uh, one of the, one of the famous times, one of the most pivotal times of grumbling that they had um, right. and, and it, in their grumbling, they put God to the test, you know, mm-hmm. which is a big no, no, obviously yes. or it, sh- it should be known to be a big no, no. <laughs> it should have been to them, especially, you know, it's not really how, how many, how much more first do you guys need? How much more, you know, emphasis do you guys need here i mean come on but you know we're all hard-headed we are we really are um and what's something that's kind of interesting is i'm i'm turning to that passage it's in uh numbers uh numbers chapter 20 and uh i think it's this this passage it's it's told twice uh in the old testament so uh numbers 20 verses 8 through 13 Uh, Take the rod, and you and your brother Aaron assemble the congregation, speak to the rock before their eyes, that it may yield its water. You shall thus bring forth water for them out of the rock, and let the congregation in their beasts drink. So Moses took the rod from before Yahweh, just as he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly before the rock. And he said to them, Listen now, you rebels, shall we bring forth water for you out of this rock? Then Moses raised high his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod. And water came forth abundantly, and the congregation and their beasts drank. But Yahweh said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe me to treat me as holy in the sight of the sons of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. Those are the waters of Meribah, because the sons of Israel contended with Yahweh, and he proved himself holy among them. So that it was so sneaky that, that like, oh, shall we bring water for you? As if it was Moses and Aaron that did it, right? Uh, and uh, and striking the rock twice, like he had to do, like, like it was it was hard work, you know, uh, uh-huh. to to bring the water to to bring the water forth, as if it wasn't God's God's work to do it. You know, stri- striking the rock wasn't the operative activity; it was just. God instructed him, strike the rock and I will bring water out from it. 
And so he stri- he strikes the rock twice instead, just total overkill. I know. I know. You know, and it doesn't really, you know, specify here, you know, and it makes you wonder, you know, why Moses did that. You know, was it because he was agitated with them or, you know, with the people or was it because he didn't believe God? Yeah. Um, you know, of course, it, the word says, you know, that, you know, you always said to him that because you did not believe me, um, you know, but it, it does make you wonder if Moses just wasn't, you know, just his patience and worn thin. <laughs> so fed up, he was taking out his aggression on the rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know and yep. it, another thing that's interesting, too, another cross-reference is in Psalm 81, uh, God, God speaking, and uh, he says, um, Psalm 81, verse 7, you called in distress and I rescued you. I answered you in the hiding place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they they were thinking they were putting God to the test there, but really it was God testing them and they failed. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, is sort of our default. <laughs> yes. Fail the test. Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, like, All well, too familiar sometimes. I, I mean, I feel that. I think that that was one of the things that uh, that convicted me as I was getting ready to for this for this recording is, you know, how how disobedient I really am. Even when I mm-hmm. think I'm being obedient, uh, I, I can fool myself, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it it, says it's here easy to do. Hebrews 310, you know, what we just read, you know, therefore I was angry with this generation and said they always go astray in their heart and they did not know my ways. And I'm like, ooh. I think I resemble that remark yeah. at least sometimes. Yes. <laughs> I know. I, I was thinking about it too this morning. I was, uh, when I was driving to work, I was listening to, um, uh, what are we even doing here? Mm-hmm. And he had uploaded, uh, two sermons that he preached, uh, Sunday. Uh, and it was his morning sermon about the two rich men. And, um, you know, and he was talking about, uh, the, you know, the rich young ruler and I, you know, instead of him, you know, admitting that, you know, when he says, what must we do to enter to heaven? And, you know, when Jesus tells him, he said, well, I've done all those things. It's my youth, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, and I was thinking to myself, you know, really, guy, you know, you, you're saying you did all these things since your youth and everything. But, um, but I was, you know, but Daryl goes on to explain it and everything and, you know, and talks about how he gets sad when Jesus tells him to sell everything and, you know, follow him and everything. And he was talking about how we shouldn't have that same attitude of, you know, like doing our Bible study, you know, and checking off a box, going to church, checking off a box, you know. And he said we should do these things out of love, um, you know, and out of obedience to God. And I was like, how many times have I woke up sometimes in the morning and done my devotion and just checked it off and didn't really like, you know, like take the time to, you know, appreciate God and to, you know, I, I wasn't doing it out of a loving heart or out of a good place. No, I was just doing it because it was an obligation, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not, not a, yeah, not, not a place of gratefulness, you know, and, um, yeah, it, it just really hit home. And then, you know, reading this and like you said, getting ready for it, I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm like that too. I just, you know, 
Thanks, God. I needed a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's, you know, that's part of why we meditate, you know, because mm. that's the that's the word is good for all this stuff, you know, for, right. for training and correction and reproof that's right. and growing in righteousness. Yeah. It needs, yeah. it needs, it, my needs, uh, or I, I need to have my sins pointed out to me because I'm usually pretty good at kind of papering over them, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and I need to hear the gospel around too. You know, we, you know, yeah. I know people think, oh, you only need to preach the gospel to the lost, whatever. No, I love hearing not. the gospel. You I never hear outgrown. it all the time. No. And if you do, you got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You're actually not growing at all if you think you can outgrow the gospel. <laughs> That's right. So we've got a, you know, one of the things I really like about about Hebrews is this, um, the way that the the preacher <laughs> of Hebrews, <laughs> the orator, <laughs> that's right, will we'll go back and forth between a quoted Old Testament passage and then bring some commentary or application on it, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of doing the expository thing, like this is an expository yeah. sermon. So, so what a concept. Yeah. Who, who would have thought, right? Who came up with this? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that's uh, something I'd really love to look into someday. Uh, maybe on a future episode, who knows uh, about the, the expository, um, exclamations within scripture. Yeah. Cause there's, there's actually a lot of examples of, of bringing a message to people out of, quoted passages from other scripture uh, yeah yeah that's i'm gonna store up that idea because i think that would be really fun to talk about i do too i think that'd be a great episode yeah. no nobody steal it out there okay that's right <laughs> give us a chance to talk about it no 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 plagiarism here yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't don't litten my idea that's right <laughs> let us flesh it out first okay <laughs> Oh man! Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, what I was saying before I so rudely interrupted myself was, uh, <laughs> we get we get some really interesting application in in further discussion on themes, or, or not even themes, the point of that passage that he quoted. Mm-hmm. And so, so see to it, brothers, that there not be in any one of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. And, and that's so directly from that that passage. You know, the reason they grumbled and the reason they sought to test God was because they didn't believe Him. Right. You know, even Moses, like you said, was charged with with unbelief, and mm-hmm. and, and he talked with God face to face. Like if he could, if he could go through periods of, of of unbelief, then you know we should easily be able to pray. You know, um, help my unbelief. Hmm. Yeah, well, it's our feeble minds. We, we, you know, even, you know, like you said, Moses being face to face with him, but still it's like his mind couldn't handle it. You know, yeah. uh, you, you just can't come to, you know, you, you just can't grasp it, at, you know, at all times. Um, you know, it just shows you, you know, we're not as smart as we think we are, um, you know, or as, you know, I don't know, I can't, the words leaving me here, but we're not as, you know, whatever we think we are, we're not anywhere near you know what what we what we think you know we god 
yeah, we think, their heart we think we're so sophisticated. We, we but... think too highly of ourselves. Yes, yes. And we think too highly of ourselves. Uh, and this just shows, you know, Moses, you know, it's right there. You know, it's right there in front of you. If you're still going to do something stupid like this later on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, this is related to what you were saying just about the gospel a couple, just a couple seconds ago. Yeah. You know, we're so prone to forget the most important truths. And so, you know, we need to be reminded of the gospel. We need to be reminded of our sin and we need to be reminded to be watchful over our own hearts. Uh, That's right. You know, uh, being vigilant in our temptations, you know, the, like the, the one easily quotable John Owen line is to be killing sin or it, or sin will be killing you. That's basically what this verse is saying. Oh, absolutely. Don't let there be an unbelieving heart that falls away from the un, from the living God in you. Um, don't don't let those sins kind of don't don't let the the weeds grow uh take root and grow up and choke your faith right to, to use some of the not, metaphors from a parable yeah and it's not talking about losing your salvation right right which i can see someone trying to take that and say see right there that shows you can lose your salvation yeah you know? i've heard people give entire you know homilies on that like as if that was the point of this verse, you know. Right. It's like, yeah, there's there's three rules when studying scripture. Context, context, context. So yeah. don't take that one little verse totally out of context, you know, because that's not what it, you know, and it, it like we could harden our hearts again. Again, that goes back to the free will thing. You know, like we can harden our hearts against God, just like we chose well, sure. God. Sure. You know. Yeah, no. Yes, my reform side is showing. So yes. Uh, <laughs> well, um, it is in the name, so they should expect. Yes, that. that's right. That's right. You're not like you're going to have an Armenian guest on. So <laughs> <laughs> Armenian meditations. Yes. Yes. Oh Lord, what would that be like? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have Lake Flowers on. Oh gosh. Next next Did April Fool's that Day. Name? That's that's my April Fool's Day prank. <laughs> yes. Yes, you're gonna change the name to Armenian meditations. <laughs> We're going to talk all about free will. Love it. Love it. <laughs> but, but yeah, when I was reading it, I was like, yep, someone's going to, you know, uh, it just reminded me of, you know, hearing people talk about losing your salvation. It's like, no, no, we don't. Yeah. But, you know, you take this one little passage here and I'm like, but what about all the other passages? What about, let's just quote Jesus. Right. You know. No one can pluck you from my hand. You know, who, who's going to do it? Who's going to take us out of his hand? And, and I will raise him up on the last day. There's no, well, yes. it depends on the conditions. Maybe I will. Yeah. No, yeah, I will raise said, him up on the last yeah. day. That's right. That's right. Well, and so using this verse is sort of like a, a, a bludgeon to, uh, to, to try to people make people doubt their salvation. You know, that that's completely in going with the context, completely incongruous with the next verse, because his his uh, injunction isn't, you know, he's not saying, uh, OK, make sure that there's not an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. So you need to, you know, read the Bible more. You need to make sure that you're praying so many times a day. You know, there's no laying down of, of a law of religious order given there. The next mm-hmm. verse says, "But encourage one another day after day." That's right, That's and right. and that is that is such a huge um, a huge turn there for me. It really mm-hmm. kind of uh, 
I mean, obviously I've, I've read Hebrews, you know, several times before, but it, it, that just, that turn shocked me when I was reading it again, fresh for, for this episode, you know, the, the, the thing almost like the opposite, like don't have an evil unbelieving heart instead, encourage, (laughs) encourage one another. Right. And it it is easy to be doubtful and unbelieving when mm -hmm. we're, when we ourselves are discouraged, you know, mm-hmm. and we need, we need to be encouraged and be encouragers. That's right. I was really that, heart, heartened by that. Yeah. That that's so important. And I, I think that's something that's lacking um, a lot in churches today is encouraging one another um, like we should, you know, because this says encourage one another day after day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say just when you gather together to worship, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and a lot of times I feel like that that's how people, in, you know, think, well, I encourage somebody today. I talked to them after church and, you know, <laughs> gave them a little pep talk or did whatever. And then you don't talk to them again until the following week, yeah. um, you know, because, but that's not what this says. It says to do it day after day. You, you know, know we that- get it's funny because oh, what that says, you know, is that they were they were running into each other all during the week, right? Mm-hmm. They were probably seeing each other at the market day after day, right? And I and I know that's hard for for us because you know, in our world we're so we live so spread out. You know, people can drive mm-hmm. all sorts of distances to come to church on a Sunday, right? Um, and so, but but in addition to that, we also have so many ways that we can be in contact with each other, even if we're not physically present. That's right. That's and right. Usually, those those pieces of media, whether it's your phone ringing or you know a, a, a direct message or a tweet or whatever, they often get seen by our world as a burden. Like, oh, my phone's ringing again. I'm going to silent or, or I'm, I'm turning it to do not disturb mode or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But these tools, if we use them, they really can be used for rich encouragement. Absolutely. You know, that that's what me and Daryl talked about, you know, in, uh, the episode I was on with him, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we'll post something and, and social media has room people to an extent, but if you use it correctly, like what you're talking about there, you know, you know, he told me that he, you know, and I'm not, this isn't a brag on me here. So please don't hear what I'm oh, saying. Oh, sure. Hear me. Right. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. But, but he, but he you know, he thanked me for, yeah, he thanked me for like retweeting his stuff, you know, on, mm-hmm. on Twitter or sharing it, you know, and he said that really encouraged him. And I'm like, and how, I mean, that was just a simple little thing to do. And you never know what it, you know, takes to encourage someone. It doesn't always have to be, um, you know, you just saying, well, God gave me a word for you. you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you better open your Bible, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, 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 you know, but, you know, it doesn't always have to be, Hey, you know, I just, you know, want to talk to you, you know, and, you know, say something nice to him. <clears throat> it can just be a simple, Oh, well, look what he's done here. You know, he's really, you know, done something here. You know, like Daryl does those, you know, nightly, you know, Christian, you know, sleep well tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a you know a little time to record that and sure. you know upload it and post it to the various social medias. You know, and, and I watch it. You know, I always like listening to it. You know, and it, it's so funny. Uh, my wife, you know, like I say every night before we go to bed, we'll sit there and listen to it. And she said his voice is so smooth, you know, soothing. <laughs> and uh, 
when I was listening to him preach, I was like, yep, he's got that same voice when he preaches too. It's <laughs> awesome. You know, there's some people that just have a voice for yeah. it, you know, yeah, for uh, sure. and, and he's got it, but, but it, it does, you know, it's, it helps him, you know, he said, it's just encouraging to him to see, you know, and again, that goes back to redeeming the, the Twitter, redeeming the bird. So, and, you know, and you so know, we need funny, to do that. T- talking about these things, they're all, they're all so ordinary. Yeah. You know, we're, as reformed people, we're, we're kind of always, you know, in, in praise of the ordinary, you know, mm-hmm. our, our, our worship services are all, you know, focused on the ordinary means of grace. And I think, right. you know, the ordinary means of encouragement really do go a long way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whether absolutely. it's, you know, re- retweeting a tweet, you know, or uh, writing a postcard to uh, to brothers and sisters from church during the week or dropping a, mm-hmm. just a short phone call or ask, how can I pray for you? Thought about you today. Yeah. Hope you're well. All these kinds of things. They're ordinary, yeah, shooting, but they really mean a lot. Yeah, just shooting a simple text to somebody because everybody texts, you know. Yeah. Hey, you know, I was just thinking about you. I want to let you know I prayed for you today or, or, you know, or how can I pray for you today? Mm-hmm. Like you said, it doesn't take, but, you know, five minutes out of your day and you never know what it, you know, what effect it has on somebody. Absolutely. Yeah, God can use all those simple things to to do extraordinary work in people's hearts. Oh, yes. I, I, I know I've received a text like that before or a message and it's like, oh, that, that, that's nice. You know, that, that and it just lifts your spirits, you know, sure. so. So, uh, so going on then here, um, this, all this is grounded in verse 14 in the fact that we are partakers of Christ. If we hold fast the the beginning of our assurance firm until the end, again, that's not a a conditional (laughs) if like we were talking about before. Right. Um, it's, it's actually saying because we hold fast the beginning of our assurance firm until the end. Right. You know, it's like, oh, you will like that. That's an evidence. It's not the grounds of it. It's, it's evidence uh, that you are a partaker with Christ. Right. And that partaker language is, was used earlier in, in Hebrews as well. It's not a, you know, an if as in the way we like to use it, but it's a, yes, it's a definite, you know? Yeah. It's um, a, it's a definite thing. Yeah. Because, like we've said before, if we can lose, you know, to quote MacArthur again, if we could lose our salvation, we would. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, but. you know. And, and can you imagine living that kind of life, thinking you can lose your salvation? It, it's it's I awful. Mean, it's exhausting. <laughs> yes, I mean, how how and you know, talk about anxiety. How how anxiety riddled would you be? You know, thinking. Well, did I did I look at somebody wrong just then? Did I just lose my salvation? You know, and it's like, well, what level do you have to get to to lose it? <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> well, and and you can so easily see how you fail it at simple tasks. Uh, mm-hmm. So how much how much greater uh, the chance that you're going to fail at such a monumental task is maintaining your own salvation? Exactly. Yikes. Yeah. It just. It, yeah. It just. It blows my mind that people even think that way. You know, and I'm like. How do you how do you survive? How do you live? Because that that I, I wouldn't be able to function because that's all I'd think about, you know. Oh uh, sure, yeah, I'd I'd be a, a neurotic mess. Yeah, because I'd be worried, you know, you know, if I stub my toe and let a word slip, and then all of a sudden I die, well, does that mean I'm going to make it to heaven? <laughs> you know, because the last <laughs> thing I did was stub my toe and 
say something I shouldn't. <laughs> I now mean, I got to go know. hit the confessional. Uh, oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wrong meditation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, it would be the same kind of thing that drove Martin Luther to spend like hours in mm. the confessional when he was still a monk. Just like yeah, digging up every possible sin. Because if he took it seriously, which he did, um, right. you had to one single unconfessed sin would have been uh, eternal damnation for him. So, yeah, yeah. If, if he wanted to escape the fires of hell, he had to really dig deep and confess all the sins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck, yeah, bro. I, I, yeah. Have fun with that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bottomless well of sins. <laughs> Yes, and, it's, it, and, and honestly, can, it's it's an act of mercy from God that they're not all immediately apparent to me at one time. <laughs> right, and I can barely remember my name sometimes, <laughs> much less a sin I committed. You know that I may not have, you know, asked for forgiveness for. <laughs> so oh in, you goodness. know, instead of that, we we get grounded in the fact that we're partakers of Christ. Yes, you know, that's right. That's a um, that's a state of being. Uh, Oh, absolutely. What's what's in our in the 1689 confession a state of grace? Yes. You know, that's uh it's it's tan it's it's tangible. You know, it's it's a real thing. Either you are a partaker or you're not a partaker. Right. And so by grace right. we we've been made partakers of Christ and something has fundamentally changed in us. We're a new creation. That's right. And it truly is that simple. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have to overcomplicate it. You know, it, it is either you're a partaker or you're not a partaker. And, and again, I know I've, I've mentioned, you know, Daryl's sermon once, but, you know, he was talking about all the different religions and how people think there's more than one way to heaven. You know, if you do this, this, you know, but really, like you said, there's only two religions in this world. Yep. yep. You're either with God or you would say. Yeah, we um, we sometimes uh, we're prone to to clog religion with new words. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to, to quote yes. the uh, the the 1689 confession. So uh, I don't. Uh, I'm not interested in clogging religion with new words. I want to. I want to make it simple. I want to make. I want to yes. get it down to ordinary things. Yes. Um, yes. That's that's Wait. been a, a thing. A thing for me lately is you know how can I communicate the truths theologically deep truths in a way that are absorbable easily right. the most, the most easily well, that, that I can make them. And again, that's a favorite word of us reformed people. Ordinary, ordinary, man. I love it. Just, yeah, just simple. That's it. Just keep it simple. I know I need simple. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody knows me knows I need it simple. <laughs> and I'll tell you, if I can understand it, you can understand it. So, you know, it's Take funny heart. talking about simplicity here because really the the end of this chapter, <clears throat> if there was any confusion about what was being said in the quotation from, from Psalm 95 or what was being mm -hmm. said before, uh, the preacher makes it super clear. You know, so while oh, it yeah. said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as when they provoked me. For who provoked him when they had heard? Indeed, did not all those who came out of Egypt led by Moses? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you could go back and look. That's the very a time group or two. Of, it's the very group of <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you missed it in the uh, Meribah account, that's okay because there were plenty before and after that that you could look at. Yeah. And with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not those who <laughs> sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? Yeah, I'd say so. Yep. There's plenty of evidence there for that. <laughs> yeah. 
To whom did he swear that they wouldn't enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? Of course. Yeah. Because God's yeah, not there, pleased by disobedience. <laughs> yeah, there, there was, you know, a whole generation that's like, well, sorry, you're not going in. <laughs> and it's so, you know, and, it reminds me of that, uh, the, the really famous video with R.C. Sproul where a question had come in at a conference, you know, uh, about the punishment of Adam and Eve and being sent out of the garden and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, uh, this really harsh, uh, punishment that was given. And, and that's what provoked the, the what's wrong with you people thing. Um, yeah. You know, we can see this as, as harsh, you know, that, that it was really, um, deep punishment that, that God had dealt no, it was it was justice, and it was the kind of justice that we all deserve because we're all the 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 sin of disobedience is is one that we're all pretty well aware of, right? Uh, and, and from our earliest uh, our earliest memories, you know what kind of one of the classic things, <laughs> classical marks of a of a child is that they're disobedient and and petulant, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that, and that's so, what Lodi Balkum calls them boppers and diapers. <laughs> and no matter no matter how much our uh, our Presbyterian friends uh you know don't like that or think that we we hate babies, but hey, it's just it's oh, the truth. No. They're they're little sinners, just like we're big oh, sinners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it. and yeah, you know, I've been seeing some people debating, and I'm not gonna mention names on Twitter, and I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I'd like to know these Presbyterians that some of y'all have met, um, <laughs> because I'm like, I don't know of any Presbyterian, you know, that that thinks that way, you know. And, yeah, and, I you, haven't either. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, you, you know, you need to calm down. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the same conversation I'm uh-huh. probably talking about, oh, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm like, just you know. Can we stop, you know, can the 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 Presby's and the Reformed Baptists quit going at each other because you're on the same team? <laughs> yeah. let's, let's, there's other things to worry about besides, you know, you know, sprinkling or, or dipping and babies are not babies. So chill out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've told some of my Presbyterian friends too in, in real life. It's like, you know, yeah. you have to realize I have more in common with you than I do with like other Baptists. Like general oh, sure. general Baptists, I've got way more in common oh, yeah. with you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, it just, it blows my mind. But anyway, yeah, it, uh, um, yeah, just, just stop arguing. Yeah. <laughs> stop S- arguing stop. with the brethren. Stop it. Get help. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Find something better to do with your time. <sighs> uh, um, but, uh, so part of part of what um really drove this point home to me was this this uh unbelief especially the yes. last verse so we see that they were not able to enter uh, because of unbelief and right. um so he 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 brought that out so clearly from the psalm text and uh it it you know it it comes through so clearly to us you know that the same that same sin is is lurking at our own doorstep too and mm-hmm. to be vigilant against unbelief because we, you know, I don't, not that our times are, are anything special in this regard, but, you know, we live in an era that really um, prizes unbelief. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're, uh, you're better and more honest if you say what you 
don't believe or what you doubt than what you do believe. Um, oh yeah. It's like that. Yeah, if you, if, Go ahead. if you stand up for truth, you're, you're being mean and, and, you know, you're not being tolerable and, you know, and all this, but yet if you're deconstructing your faith and, you know, wrestling with it, well, you're lauded as a hero. And I'm like, why is that heroic? Um, because there's a good possibility if they don't, you know, if, if they're truly, if they were truly converted, they're just going through a, you know, a, a, a you know, a little, you know, season of doubt here. Mm-hmm. Right. But if they were never converted, which is more than likely the scenario, why are you lauding them a hero? You should be sharing the gospel with them. Absolutely. Um, you know, you, you, you know, that's, that's not something to, you know, pat somebody on the back and give them a standing ovation for. And I, I, it just blows my mind when I see that stuff on, you know, social media, I'm like, what are y'all talking about? What are y'all doing here? You know? Yeah. It's, it's almost like being fashionable or something like, oh, this is what people are into now. Then let's, yes. then let's make sure we fit it. But it, you know, it's not, it's not arrogant to have confidence <laughs> in, in God, you know, it's not arrogant to uh, read and study the word of God and apply it to your heart and believe what God has said. Um, You know, even if you, even talking about secular leaders, you know, people who weren't Christians, but the heroic people in history, part of the reason they were heroic is because they believed in something and because they believed something, they fought for it and, uh, and won, you know, and, and prevailed. And so I think that's even more true in the life of faith. You know, you can't be advancing in holiness if you don't believe in anything, (laughs) you know, you you can't be more like God if you doubt God's character or, or if you think God's character is doubting, then, then I guess doubting, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of the Molinists here to a certain degree, you know, that, that, you know, God God is, is uh, adjusting plans based on what other people are doing. So um, but but when you when you see when you realize that God is uh, sovereign and He's in control and that all things uh, are accomplished for His glory, you know that that really does alter your perspective on your life, uh, the meaning of life, your your calling in life, your individual calling, uh, and and how you are are uh, glorifying His name in in your life. Right. Yeah. Unbelief yeah, um, has, no, has no room for any of that. No, no, none at all. And, you know, you know like you were saying earlier, you know, um, kind of circling back a little bit when he was talking about people are saying, you know, well, you know, that, I mean, what you said about that mean justice, you know, I mean, if we really got our due justice, we'd all be in hell, you know. You yeah, know, people, every you know, like, yeah, you know, what like, they didn't get to cross over into the promised land. Well, well, that's not fair. Uh, you want to talk about what's fair? <laughs> I mean, that was nothing, you know, yeah. that, that, you know, yeah, that, you know, that might have sucked for them to, you know, not, not be able to cross over. But uh, let's talk about justice, you know, let's talk about fair. You know, if they would have got true justice and not that what God didn't, you know, not saying that God didn't deliver true justice there right, right. because he did, but yeah, they would be in hell. <laughs> Absolutely. Know, so. Yeah. They, they would have died in the mud in Egypt. They would have never left. Yes. That's right. That's right. 
And, you know, so we got to be careful, you know, and, and, you know, and I'm talking to myself too, and what we, you know, we pitch our little, you know, temper tantrums and say, well, that's just not fair. Well, you know, if you really want fair, you know. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. We do. We definitely don't oh. want fair. If we're honest with, uh, with, with who we are and who God is, we don't want him to treat us fairly. Uh, we we would desire the grace of God, uh, and, right. and after all, just just like the Scripture says, you know, it's it's the mercy of God that leads us to repentance. Mm-hmm. You know, and knowing knowing His grace, knowing knowing the gospel that despite how sinful we are, that that God made a plan from eternity past to to save people, not merely to just destroy the entire world and start over, but He was going to send his son, the second person of the Trinity, to pay the penalty for his people, take their sins and give them his righteousness. You know, that that's tremendous mercy. And, oh, and when we grasp that gospel, you know, we're saved uh, and we're encouraged. And, so and, and believing that, you know, really does edge out unbelief. Mm-hmm. We may struggle with it more at different times, uh, right. more or less, but the gospel really is the power of God for those who <laughs> unto salvation for those who believe. Absolutely. Amen. Favorite verse. Yeah. All right. Well, that's really all I had to say. Is there any, any other final comments that you've got Kobe? No, I, I think, you know, I, I think you summed it up well there. It's uh, you know, always, you know, we got to understand that it's not us. It's not, um, not on our own belief, like you said, or, or, or anything like that. It's it's God drawing us and, you know, God, you know, it's his grace. It's like, again, I know I'm referring back to Daryl, but, you know, it's what what God has done, not what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to rely on that, you know, on his grace. And, you know, the, the, the saying God's grace is sufficient isn't just a, you know, a catchphrase or, you know, a cliche. It's truly sufficient. Yep. You know, and we can rest in that and, you know, take comfort in that. Absolutely. We can and we should. Amen. Yep. All right. Well, Kobe, tell the good people, I mean, the, the sinful people out there where they can find you online. <laughs> You're both just sinners. If you want to follow, there's some encouragement. Let's go back to the first part of the episode. <laughs> Oh man, that's great! Now you can um, <clears throat> you can follow me. Uh, my name's Kobe Muncy. You can look me up on Facebook uh, and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at CW Muntz. Every week on my channel, I try to review um, Bibles where I talk about the different leathers and ribbons and the papers and translations. And uh, my goal of that channel is to help you find a Bible maybe you didn't know you were looking for, or maybe one you are looking for, but you've not seen. And hopefully I give a good enough review that, you know, it'll be one that you want. And it's not always about premium Bibles. If, uh, you know, if you, I don't know if you've had a chance to watch my latest one, Lee, but I did the uh, little CSB compact and it's in a uh, camouflage edition. It was a sportsman's Bible. Um, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. It's a neat little Bible. It's uh, and it's the 2020 edition. And I know that matters to CSB readers. (laughs) <laughs> um, but it's uh camouflage with like an orange spine 
and uh, it's got uh, devotions from different outdoorsmen and you know things like that so you know and it's a perfect little size because if you're you know a deer hunter you could just put it in your backpack and take it out in the woods and while you're waiting on a deer you could sit there and, and i mean what better place to read you know the word of god than being god's creation so absolutely read psalm 19 while you're out there amen that's right <laughs> so but yeah awesome. but give, give me a follow awesome yes they should um, you can find the links for reform meditations in the show notes um, on Twitter at ref meditations. Um, you'll definitely hear from me on Saturday night and Sunday morning, letting you know that it is almost the Lord's day. And then it is the Lord's day. Um, That's right. other, other tweets to follow. Yes. Um, you can, <clears throat> there's also the uh, Facebook page for the podcast, uh, but you should check in the show notes for the, uh, the link to the bar network uh, because reform meditations is, is very happy to be a bar network podcast there's a whole slate of wonderful podcasts on the network that you would do well to subscribe to. And you can also check out uh, the Exiled House of Meme Lords, uh, yes. where, as I say every week, that the Reformation will be memed and is being memed. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I, I think, speaking of the, the the memes there, I think Miss Dale Calvinist might have ordered a, uh, a Bible from Jeff Rice today. He did uh, indeed. I, I don't know which one he got, but I... I'm sure it was a creeds and confession because that's mainly what Jeff had today, but I just want to know which one he had. So I'll, but, uh, uh, I'll, I'll reach out to him and make sure that he shares some pictures of the one. Yes. 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 He needs to, because uh, he made some pretty ones this week. So as he does. Yes. Renaissance man. <laughs> yes. And he now has beard products coming. <laughs> I just saw that this week, actually. Yes. Did you yeah. see the sense and the different things he's doing? Oh, yeah. It, oh, it's it looks like really good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got an epic beard, so he looks like a reformer with that beard. He does. So. <laughs> he, does. <laughs> he needs the little Calvin cap thing. Academic. Yes. Cap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. If it ain't the King James Version, it's a perversion.